Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey. And I'm Alex. We've done all the books. And now we're diving into the TV show. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army. Hey, Andalite Bandalites. So, as we heard from Casey at the end of the last episode, we are going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus while we start working on our next project, which is talking through some of the books from Kay Applegate and Michael Grant. And um, we are starting with Endling. I believe we revealed that too. So while we are working on reading the books and putting that next iteration of our podcast together for you, we still wanted to play in the Animorph space for a little bit. So for the next four weeks, you are going to hear my voice at the beginning of every episode alone. I know. I know it's weird. I think it's weird too. Uh, but basically, we're going to be reading through a fan fiction. And some of the authors we know, some of them we don't. There's so many to choose from. We got a ton of recommendations. So just a, a fair warning that doesn't, these, these aren't the be all end all of Animorphs fan fictions. And there's others that we wanted to cover, but these ones were short enough that we could do just a mini podcast episode for you. So um, just expect that for the next four weeks, there's going to be like little short, like half hour podcasts, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. And Casey and I are just going to be reading through some fan fictions like their actual books, which is super fun for us. And holy crap, are, are all of these authors talented? Every single one that we're going to cover. So I hope that you enjoy it immensely. And uh, at the end of each episode, I'll, I'll come back online here to uh, tell you a little bit more about where you can find these guys. I still don't like ants. Yeah. But, like, I don't feel like an overwhelming disgust at them when I see them. Right. I'm I'm pretty neutral when I see them unless they're in my house and then I really hate them. Um, yeah, because it's like, I paid for this food, you fuckers. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, you're just, you're just robbing me of my food. Have I not thrown enough trash food into the woods for you? Why <laughs> must you infiltrate There's my food? food outside! <laughs> but yeah, animals, for the most part, very good. I endorse them. Yeah, I... This is, this is a really boring story, but we're already here. So the other day when I was driving, I had both, at two different instances, a large deer run right in front of my car Ooh. and a coyote. Ooh. And I was like, it's a busy night. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's out tonight. Everybody's up partying tonight. <laughs> oh, no. I wonder if that's like a normal thing to think when you see all these animals <laughs> running about oh man oh god that same night that we saw the possum we were driving back from getting wendy's and um <laughs> we were we were we saw some deer on the side of the road and they weren't about to cross so we were like okay they're fine but like we started talking about what what animal it would suck to hit more and like tier ranking the animals that it would suck to hit both from like a car damage perspective and from like an emotional damage perspective <laughs> Oh, and like moose was the number one like position right from well yeah obviously from like a physical car damage but like yeah it's like not emotionally 
so I think we were just doing like local animals at that point, but like yes, okay. in in terms of like a larger scope, definitely like it would be. But uh, I feel like Matt's not a fan of moose, like as a concept, as a local Alaskan. He's like they're just big and stupid and mean. So yeah, that's what we say about him too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't like his moose hatred, and I think that he should check himself before the moose wrecks himself. (laughs) Oh, God. Fucking worst. I feel like he would be the type of person that if he saw, like, one of the giant sloths that, like, dug out those massive Mm. caverns in, like, the Grand Canyon, he'd be like, it's just slow and big and stupid. It's like... (laughs) It's a giant fucking sloth. What's not to like, man? Badgermoles destroying the tunnels. <laughs> Secret tunnel. Secret, Secret tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Through the mountain. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> oh, God. I need to rewatch that show. Like, soon. Mm-hmm. ASAP. Now I want to rewatch it, and I, like, I just did, but I still want to do it again. Because it's fucking but- great. There's so many other things that I should watch, though. Yeah. Shall we talk about adorable Animorphs fan fiction, then? Okay, it's super funny that you say that, because I only wrote one personal note for this story that, like, wasn't summarizing, and that note was, this is adorable. Yep. I think I wrote that for every single one, except for, you know, the really sad one. Yeah. Yeah, except for... (laughs) Like, this is not adorable. This is destroying me emotionally. Ugh. Ugh. Right. God. Yes, I want to talk about it. Okay. Can we talk about it? Yay! I'm ready. Okay. Okay, number one. We have to talk about Going Shopping by Owl Gal. Yay! Oh my god. Uh, right? So, like, I haven't read fan fiction, except for, you know, the occasional Animorphs fan fiction, in, like, ten years so going down this like rabbit hole was like bringing back all sorts of like nostalgic memories and like oh I just had yes. so much fun with it. <sighs> yeah, I I did too. Like I used to be a really um super avid reader of fan fiction and like mostly Lord of the Rings, but whatever. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I have not um I haven't super been into Animorphs fan fiction just because I find it like really i don't know it's like if they don't like nail the tone of the characters i'm always like how how could they do that (laughs) like i'm like a really bad pedant about it sure but um but over the years i've read a few and like this was just so much fucking fun i'm like why Mm -hmm. have i avoided this for so long (laughs) Uh, yeah it's like the bar is high i'm sorry i don't know what my voice is doing sorry We're all hitting puberty today. (laughs) This is what's happening. We're reverting back to our childhood selves. Our voices are cracking. We're super awkward. We're just going to talk about our favorite fan fictions now. Oh, no. Literally going back. We're Uh, literally reverting. That's amazing. Um, Shit, what were we talking about? We were talking about Going Shopping by Owl Gal. And I think now is the appropriate time to just really talk up how much we love Owl Gal. Yes! Oh my god. Because it's a fucking lot. (laughs) (laughs) The true renaissance woman. An amazing singer. An amazing writer. Yeah. Just a wonderful person. Amazing human being, yes. 10 out of 10. 
10 out of 10. Beautiful photographer. Oh, yeah. Very, just like wonderful artistic person all around. <laughs> we don't know all of the authors, but this one we do and yes. we love her. Yes. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And the story that we're going to talk about that she wrote was written off of apparently a joke that Casey and I made. Do you recall talking about this at all? Very, very vaguely. Very vaguely. Because I think, oh God, no, actually. (laughs) No, no, no. Because like, I remember us mentioning it, something like this, but like, all I Uh can think about is the story because I also read the story like when she first wrote it. Like, as did I. Years and so, ago. this is seriously years ago. So, this is very much intertwined for me. Of like, uh-huh. I remember that we said something about this only because Owlgal wrote this story. Mm-hmm. I have no recollection of actually saying this in yeah. <laughs> real person voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. The canon got distorted as to where the idea originated. Exactly. So I'm just going to go ahead and give Owlgal credit for this. Yes. Allegedly, we said something about it. All Owlgal. Yeah, for sure. Uh. Okay, before I summarize this, if you want to read this story, it is called Going Shopping. The author is Owlgal. It is available on Archive of Our Own, mm-hmm. or for those in the know, AO3. Look how hip I am. Yay! Shall I summarize it so we can gush over it Yes! Okay, so... This is great. I get to talk like it's a book again. Yay! (laughs) We begin with Tobias telling us a little bit about birds and how some birds like bowerbirds and crows collect trinkets and they even use tools that are human made, but a red-tailed hawk really wouldn't. This would be a weird thing for them. He lets us in on the secret that he wasn't always a hawk, though. He used to be a human. And we go through the normal alien invasion and the Yurk takeover and how they crawl into your brain. All that good stuff that we get from, like, a real start of an Animorphs mm-hmm. book. Loved that. I loved it, too. Tobias even explains that recently he had a run-in with the universal meddler, the Elemist. Dun-dun-dun. And he had gotten a morph of his human body back. But then he reverts back to talking about the current issue at hand. We go back to shopping, and we find out that a few days ago, Rachel had convinced Axe to help her bring a present out to him. It was a toolbox, like the kind that construction workers carried, with a small combination lock on it. She got it for him because now that he had his human morph back, she thought he might like to store something in it, like clothes or junk food or whatever. (laughs) And there's a bunch of great conversation here. One is how Rachel got this, which is just... Her mom had apparently dragged her to Home Depot to look at paint samples because they needed her opinion. And she fully, fully pulled a grift on Naomi and told her that, of course, she needed this for Cassie's clinic because they've been looking for one just like it. Yep. Like her mom was like, I I guess we're here. Let's buy it. Sure. Here it's cheap. (laughs) Fuck it. Sure. I'll buy you a toolbox, you fucking weirdo. Fuck yeah. (laughs) But like Rachel's so good at lying. Like this is established in like the canon that she's really good at just like doing that. So I absolutely super in character for her. I loved it. Super in character for I absolutely loved it. I just I loved the idea that like she convinced Naomi that, like, there was no possible place to find this. Like, right. this just popped right. up. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Um, and the other thing that I really loved on a more serious note about this was that Tobias starts talking a little bit about how, at this point, like, he 
he was just kind of in awe that she brought this for him and that she remembers a lot of the time that he was a human before he himself does. Oh. And I fucking loved that nod to the story so much. Me too. Back to the story. So they pick a place in the meadow where they're going to store the box because initially Rachel just kind of put it down on some rocks and it looked like it was going to wash away the next time it rains. So Mm. they decided like, okay, like let's bury this thing in. Let's make this real. (laughs) And so they pick this place under a tree in the meadow and Rachel morphs to Grizzly Bear to dig out the hole. And like, it's just this beautiful morph sequence where like, obviously it's gross, right? It's a morph sequence. So it is gross. But Tobias like (laughs) finds all of these like beautiful little bits to it and then talks about like the joy of her morphing to a grizzly bear for fun instead of for battle and how she never gets to just have fun in this morph. And I love that. One thing I was wondering is that I think the first thing she does is grow into a six foot version of herself. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, I wonder if that's like a nod to like giant Rachel. From book 48. <gasps> oh, that's such a badass nod. I don't know. I don't know. I could be like reading Giant into that. Rachel. I'll, I'll please confirm. Yeah, please confirm. <sighs> oh, that's so cool. <sighs> I didn't think about that at all, but that's awesome. Immediately my mind went there and I was like, oh. Oh, that's so badass. Ooh. I love that. I'm I'm going to believe it and <laughs> hold otherwise. <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. that So much. Okay. Sorry. Back to Beatness. So once they dig out this big enough hole, they put the the toolbox in it, and they both go to their human states to, like, bury it together. And I know. I just had, had this, like, when I was reading it, I just imagined it, like, this really, like, reverential moment of, like, we're here together as humans doing this thing together. (laughs) And, like, even while that's going on, Tobias is, like, noticing things like, oh, she got this toolbox and I can work the lock with my beak. I mean, I can't lift the lid as a hawk, but, like, it was nice of her to think of this. And I I just love those, like, little nuances. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, anyways, they have that moment together. They, They bury the box. And then we cut to... A little later, where Tobias is flying around the downtown area, he had found a $10 bill skittering across the Walmart parking lot. Um, And he's like, okay, I think I figured out what I want to put into this box. And he kind of goes through a few things, like, not food, because I've seen the way it acts acts around food. (laughs) I love that. And I don't. (laughs) Like, he just comes back to his meadow and acts is broken into the box and eating all his fruit roll-ups. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm like, God, you nailed him. Yep. Uh troublesome boy. <laughs> yes, he's a monster <laughs> with no self-control. <laughs> oh, oh. So good. So fucking good. Baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even in this story, really, except as a mention, but it's like, yep, you got him. <laughs> it's an important mention. It is. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, he gets he found this $10 bill, and... We're kind of getting the sequence of Tobias thinking about, like, what he wants to put in the box. Like, does he want it, you know, not food, not clothes. And so then he has this thing like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to put in it. And he goes, this is something that's, like, so weirdly human that (laughs) I'm going to have to explain this to Axe. Like, this is weird. Um, And it's also something that he can fly with because he doesn't want to have anything that's, like, too big or bulky or would, like, make him stand out. A bicycle. a bicycle, of course. <laughs> That's what I'm keeping in my box. Yeah. What is this, Pokemon, where you can fit the yes. whole foldable bag? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh. Sorry. 
no, no, you're good. Okay, so he gets to to the mall. He flies behind a dumpster. He goes to his human self, and he walks into this store. And you get this really great moment of him, like, trying to adjust to being human again Mm -hmm. and, like, how he still finds it weird. And then he walks up to the store counter, and he says, I'd like to buy some stamps, please. That's the end of the story. I love it so much. It's so adorable. There's just like, it's a very short sort of one shot, but like Owl Gal just packs Mm -hmm. so much in and it's all just like perfectly encompassing the Animorphs universe. And I just love it. Yes, I loved it. And like, I, as I was talking about it, like I wrote like, you know, a summary, like how I do. Mm -hmm. And like so much like other detail was just like popping into my head as I was reading it. That, like, yeah. she jam-packs it in there. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So I I love this. And um, I'm fully ready to relinquish any claim that we inspired yeah. anything here. <laughs> <laughs> this is too good. Don't yeah. let us sully it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <sighs> Tobias starting his damn collection stamp collection i it's just so cute he started with the birds right oh he had to have he had for to. sure what, what were you gonna say oh no no no! i i was gonna say something similar it's like oh what if they had little birds <laughs> on them they definitely had birds on, birds and dinosaurs <gasps> dinosaur oh that's even cuter oh oh i mean yeah yeah, because he loved dinosaurs. He loved dinosaurs <laughs> as a kid. He loved dinosaurs as a kid. He loved dinosaurs. He wanted a race car bed. Oh, what a okay. sweet wholesome Can I word. write a fan fiction of this fan fiction? Yes, real quick? please. Okay, so what if Axe kind of found out about this? And so Axe started, every time he would come back from whatever intergalactic travels, would bring, like, whatever alien equivalent of a stamp was for Tobias's collection. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be so fucking cute? Oh no! Oh! <laughs> oh, that's so adorable. That's so adorable. Love that. Shorms forever. Doing stuff together. Doing stuff together. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Well, that made my whole day. That made my whole day too. <laughs> and. And we decided not to talk about this one because it's not done. But I feel like we would be super remiss if we didn't mention the other fan fiction that she's working on right now, which is called The Renewal. Oh, my God. Casey, I just want to set this stage for you, Casey, because I'm just setting the stage. Please, please speak upon it as you will. So it's post-war. It's like... Several years post-war, like, they are all grown up, and Tobias and Rachel are married with children, and Axe is a beautiful uncle who comes over and just, like, hangs out with the kids, and, and, God, how much should I say? I mean, I think whatever's published, you gotta go read this one. Oh, you, yeah, you absolutely have to go read this one, like, oh my god, it's just... The the characterization is so fucking good. Like, I can easily yes. believe that this is what everyone would be like if Rachel had survived the war, if, like, if these scenarios actually happened. Like, it's just... Yes. 
The first At the characteriz- characterization of Tobias is Oh my god. Oh my heartbreaking and so fucking yes. good. Yes, it's got that quintessential animorphs like this is really cute and wholesome, but it's also like really fucking sad and sinister and something bad's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit. I just Oh man, I kinda just wanna like leave it there and just like let the people go and, and experience it for themselves because like Okay, oh, yes, you should. Yeah. You should. Okay. So this one is also on archive of our own mm-hmm. and it's called The Renewal by Owlgal and just do it. Just do, do it. it. Just do it. <sighs> do it. Look up Owlgal. Everything she does is great. Everything she does is oh. 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 And I should also mention that um she also did an awesome um when we did our Inktober, she did like little shorts and those are also published on archive of our own Yay! too. And that's a really quick read cuz like it was Inktober, for those that don't know, is in October, you do, like, it started with ink drawings. You do, like, one quick one every day, but, like, we, you know, run with the media, do what you want. And so mm-hmm. Owlgal did these amazing little, like, just vignette stories mm-hmm. and post them there. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. So, yes. So lovely. So lovely. Oh. Yeah. All right. Should we say anything else about Owlgal, or are we? We've thoroughly praised her. We thoroughly praised her. We will continue her. She to deserves praise it, her. though. Yes, in perpetuity, yes. we praise Allegal. Henceforth, <laughs> it is law. Hey, guys. All right, I'm back at this end of the episode to tell you where you can find all of Allegal's excellent work. So as I mentioned, uh, Allegal is an amazing Renaissance woman who is immensely talented. So first of all, go to archiveofourown.com and check her out as Allegal there. Uh, there's both the fic that we talked about today, which is called Going Shopping, and many others that are awesome, including the the second one that, that Casey and I talked about on the podcast that is still in progress and awesome. But uh, if you want to see some amazing photography of flowers, then go to Instagram and check out Flowers in Springtime. So that's F-L-O-W-E-R-S-I-N-S-P-R-I-N-G-T-I-M-E. So go check her out. Uh, she just posts these amazing, amazing photos of flowers, like really wonderfully beautiful. And uh, so if you just want to add some some color and, and wonder wonderful imagery into your Instagram timeline, seriously, go follow her. So check her out. She's the best. Um, let's see. What else do I normally talk about here? If you want to talk to me for whatever reason, you can do that at anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com or you can check us out on Facebook, which is uh, just our normal Animorphs Anonymous page or our super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites, which is facebook.com slash group slash Animorphs Anonymous. Check us out on Instagram at Animorphs Anonymous or Twitter at Animorphs Anon. Uh, and then, of course, we have our Discord. So if you want access to that, just shoot me a note at any one of those things that I just said, and, and I will get you in. I know I know a guy who knows a guy. Uh, also, go to Patreon right now and look up KCD Studios, because Casey has a Patreon for her amazing webcomic, Beside You, which is B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U-Comic.com. 
and uh, check it out, support her. It's really awesomely wonderful. And if you become a patron, you can get updates. And also, as I've stated before, you will be added into the world at some point and therefore make millions of dollars when it becomes a full franchise, which it will. Uh, yeah, and uh, if you want to go and listen to another podcast that has just me on it, but with David and Drew from our Alternomorphs episodes and our uh, Megamorphs episode in the Time of the Dinosaurs, you can do that at From Cadmus to Crisis. This is a Superboy podcast. I am on it. They have not figured out how to get rid of me yet. And legally now, I think they're bound to take care of me because I've been on there for long enough. So... You can check that out uh, or check us out on YouTube, which is Strong Shape International. It's our YouTube conglomerate. Or you can just look up Animorphs Anonymous. We'll be there. Or Cadmistic Crisis. We'll be there. You can find it multiple ways. All right. I think that's enough of me talking at you. I've had enough of listening to myself. So I hope you enjoyed this fan fiction that we talked about. I certainly enjoyed it immensely and have every time I've read it because I've read it more than once. That's how much I love it. And um, I will talk at you guys next week when we read the next fan fiction on our list. No spoilers. I won't tell you what it is. You have to tune in next week 